0: Good morning and welcome to our Sycamore Township workshop meeting for Tuesday, September the 1st, 2020. This morning, because of the COVID-19 pandemic, we are following House Bill 197 that allows local government the opportunity to conduct meetings remotely. We are following our governor's guidelines. Fiscal Officer Rob Porter, please call the roll. Miss LaBarbera. Present, Mr.
1: James. Here, Mr. Weedman. Present.
0: I'll make an motion to approve the August twenty or the August eighteenth, twenty twenty trustees workshop meetings. Do we have a second? Second. Discussion. Call the vote, Mr. Barbara Yay. Mr. James.
1: Aye. Mr. Weedman. Aye.
0: All right, First up, we got Lieutenant Mike Tarr here with the sheriff's report, Lieutenant.
2: Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Um, nothing drastically new. Um, we are continuing on somewhat of a limited uh, response with patrol. Um, squad runs, uh, reports that we can take over the phone, things like that, but we are actively conducting
3: traffic enforcement and things, and things of those natures, things that can be done safely with distance. So, um, I don't think the, the citizens are really seeing a big difference. Um, and I think they're kind of used to some of the the things we're doing. You
0: know, just ask them to step outside and take a report. Things of Any questions for the lieutenant?
4: Does that mean the free pass for speeding is still in effect or not? On it the, is
5: definitely say. not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not on anyway. Yeah. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
4: Teenagers, you've been warned. So, yep.
0: With the township um, EMS fire report, Chief Penning. Good morning morning.
6: So far, it have had, uh, we've had 68 cases of uh, people quarantined in the home, and uh, we've had 84 released as a total. So uh, I think there was, as of last report, there was uh, two additional released and one added. So it's kind of getting a little better, not, not a whole lot. But, um, our guys are doing fine. Supplies are doing well. Um, The only thing I've got is um, on the cares act purchase is requesting to uh, purchase a a gear extractor washer and dryer for the station. Um, The one we the, the ones we have there now were put in with the firehouse when it was built 25 years ago. And these are used to wash blood and Soot from a fire and from and, and body fluids and that out of turnout gear and um, <clears throat> with the cancer and all that uh, exposure and that that you have nowadays, I highly recommend that you wash that stuff after a, a fire. The uh, the ones we have now are just not they're just wore out. They're not they're not uh, they're not doing what they're supposed to do, and um, we. We can, these are items that we had not budgeted for um, this year, but with the CARES Act funds that we have, we can purchase them through that because uh, uh, they do wear their gear when they can be exposed to a COVID case, like on auto accident, that sort of thing. Or if they're out on a fire run and they get an EMS run and they have to respond right from point A to point B, they still have their gear on, they keep it on. So um, we can use that for uh, uh, for that purpose, so I would like to go ahead and purchase that using that CARES Act funds. Uh, we still have plenty there to to dig from. So the price, the cost of the whole both units is uh, thirty thousand two hundred sixteen dollars and fifteen cents. And as we should get plenty of life out of them because the ones we got now has lasted twenty five years. We so. motion on
7: it. No, you've already approved the uh, the uh, no, it's just a courtesy thing. Okay, to
6: let you know that we want to, want to get it. And
4: I do have a question, I guess. I'm not familiar in all the details of the CARES Act funding, but since this has utility outside of the current pandemic, are we still able to use CARES money for it? We're not going to be audited later and no. we'll pay it back. Okay, that's all
6: I have.
0: Okay, thanks, Chief. Any questions for the Chief? Any more questions, Tom? Tom? No. Next on the agenda, roads, maintenance, recreation items. Our superintendent, uh, assistant administrator, Tracy Kellums.
5: Yes, good morning. Uh, Just wanted to talk to you a little bit about our 2021 road program, uh, what we want to do. Uh, As we know, the uh, state legislature has passed the... uh, uh, Bill that we can use uh, part of the unencumbered tip. Uh, we definitely have some roads to catch up on here. Uh, not exactly sure of all the uh, the dates and timelines. R- uh, Mr. Warwick and myself are, are looking into that, and I believe it still has to be spent by the end of next year, which just gives us one year of the road program, we can't get a road program together. This year it's too late. Uh, but we, uh, so uh, as you know, we have uh, Marchview and the Plainfield job, the township portion of that is $869,000. So uh, rather than take that out of our funds <clears throat> that we typically use for our road program, we could use even cover tiff for that uh mill also we're going to have coming but that is a tiff eligible project so that we'll do that like we do with our 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 normal tiff projects but besides that we have a lot of our neighborhood streets uh we're looking at all of heitmeyer which is getting curbs this year repaving that next year about eight or uh, 10 roads in Dillonvale, Trowbridge, Southwood, and Westkin up north, which really need it. We have a water problem up there also. Pine Cove up north, uh, Miami Hills, uh, so Camp Superior in that area. Right now, I'm put right around $2 million. Uh, So, you know, just wanna bring that to you and talk to you about that. Uh, as far as our undercovered TIF, I don't have an exact number on that, uh, but we, I'm trying to put this together now so we can bid it uh, during the off-season, get some good pricing, and be ready to go at the beginning of the year.
3: Trace, is that mill and fill on those streets?
5: Most of them are mill and fill. L- is a total reconstruct. Which one is? Uh, oh, Larcher? yeah, yeah. Is that? but then some of them, besides the mill and fill, have quite extensive base repair also but not a total reconstruct. Okay. So the, the base repair is really what pulls the price up because it's very expensive. But if you don't do that you're, you know, you're just putting a band-aid on it and in a few sure. years you're going to have the same problem you have now. You know we have uh, a number of roads that are 20, 22 years old from the maintenance that we've been doing. They're actually still in very good shape. So some of those still don't need to be done
3: so are you taking that the are you selecting those rows out of your rotation yes okay um i believe the i believe the um uh, the, that uh, amendment to the senate bill i believe it included it was it ran two years from the date of the governor's signature i believe so that would actually extend it even further past december 2000 uh, 2021, but you might want to double check that. Yeah. I believe that was the case. I think it was, was
5: that signed in July. Was
8: it was. Like, I think it, it was. It went into effect October 13th. Yes. So 90 days. Yeah.
5: So is that two years from October 13th, or two years from when it was signed?
3: I believe it was two years from the date it was signed, but double
8: check that. Um, I'll take a look at that. Yeah. yeah I was looking at that statute last night, actually. Um, uh, mr. work asked me a question about that so um, you are right though that um, if we don't get it done in 2020 we got to go into the 2021 year and look at the funds there um, I'll take a look at the nuance of does the year get extended past December 31st of 2020 um, but I didn't think it did but I'll take a look at that and I'll send an email out this afternoon and let you know it's a uh, 2021
7: and and there's also there's a lot of confusion around the bill i've talked to even uh, ota and they're like we're we're trying to get something out that will provide some clarity because all i i mentioned to tracy that he ought to put together a, a really stellar road program for 2021 as we take advantage of this and we don't even know if we can get all of that done in 2021 because there's a shortage of construction people available. So the big question I posed to OTA is if we have it encumbered in 2021 and planned and scheduled, then hopefully they'll let us do some of the work in 2022. Yeah, so that's what's not clear. Yeah.
8: Yeah, the way that bill reads is it says if it, it must be um, appropriated and expended. Mm-hmm. So. Um, my reading of that is that you would have to have it spent by the end of 2021 um but the question that you have raised is does the two-year get you past 2021 uh you know would it be july 2022 or october 2022 i didn't take that into consideration so let me look at that this afternoon and then i'll send an email out about whether you are getting some kind of a extension based on that Right, that would give us two seasons. Yeah, which would help a lot. Yeah. If it were to, um, if 2020 were effectively extended to July or October of next year, would that give you enough time to bid stuff out and to? We could get
5: it bid out, but you you couldn't get all that work done by July
7: of 21. So yeah, the question I think that is. I've seen expended it's in the bill and then there were follow up saying well encumbered they got to clear that up Because there's no way that anybody can get any of the road work done the balance of this year. It's impractical So 2021 is when it would have to be done and I question whether we can even get all of it done uh, And I think that's what has to be cleared up.
4: Are there potential creative solutions for that? that well, I guess CIC?
7: we could prepay <laughs> <could> <laughs>
4: Well, set up a CIC, in fact, and do that, appropriate the money, pay it into that, and task it with the mission of improving roads in the township. Well, we already have
3: a
8: CIC, so. that 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 could be another angle, sure. Yeah. Can you double check that? Yeah, yeah, I'll take a look at that when I get back to the office. And, And
5: is there anything in the bill as to exactly what you can do? I mean, we have some major culverts that need to be replaced, which isn't exactly road work, but it's infrastructure.
7: I'd say it's okay.
8: Yeah, I, mean, I I would think anything that would support the road or the bridge infrastructure would be part of that. What about parks?
3: That's stretching.
8: Yeah, I think that's
4: stretching. What about sidewalks? It's probably stretching it
3: too, but the
2: sidewalks part of the right. To, uh,
8: yeah, I would Yeah, okay. I don't know. I'll take a look. I have to think through that one, but I would certainly say the culverts would be okay. you know, Anything you could tie to the infrastructure would be would be fine because right. yeah, Bechtel Park really needs a
5: repave. The whole the whole lot from front to back is in bad shape. It's really the only park that is. So it would actually be infrastructure, but you know, I'm not talking about making a soccer field or something, I'm talking about paving. So. Just some questions that I had so we can get it straight. So we, because we'd like to, I'd like to bid that this fall. You know, fall to early winter so that we can get on people's schedules and get going with this in, in
4: conjunction with that I, I brought this up before I don't know if it was in a public meeting or not but in fact Park, we have the grassy areas divided off from the road with those like telephone pole things that are cut off I mean they're like logs sticking up out of the ground they're not even even as they go across and they're they're not the most attractive thing in the world. I know they're there to keep people from driving on the grassy areas and they serve a purpose, but if we were to be redoing the roads, is there anything we can do aesthetically to, to change that? Maybe stone bumpers instead or, or something else that looks a little more park-like? Um,
5: you, sure you don't need to answer now. Just, something, yeah, I mean, you know, even if you put in curb, which we've done before, people with trucks will drive over them and they yeah. get out there and they, up the whole place. Mm. we've had that problem which is why we have them there now. so uh, I mean we can replace them with newer poles or I'm sure we can find something, maybe even
4: you know concrete posts and chains across them periodically that people can easily step over or go between. There can be inexpensive ways to do it. Just since this came up, I thought it would yeah, be something to yeah, include I mean, in the, the idea seeking portion of this.
5: I don't think concrete posts and chains are going to be very attractive, no. though, to tell you uh-huh. the truth. Yeah, <laughs> maybe not. Yeah. And, a, and a lot of maintenance there, too. But, you know, we can look into it. You know, when the locust posts were first put in, they weren't that bad. They were nice and even, they were all new. Mm-hmm. It might be something where we just replace them. I mean, they're, they're, they've gotten a lot of wear and tear. Because mm-hmm. I mean, we take, especially like during the festival time over all the years, they get pulled out, they get put back in, pulled out, put back in. So. Mm-hmm.
4: And they're well kept, it's just they're not yeah. the prettiest thing in the world. So, mm-hmm. yeah.
5: Thanks. Other than that, that's really all how all our uh, projects are going well. If you've been out back, you can see there's been a lot of. Uh, progress back here bricks being put up right now uh, the road out here is supposed to it was supposed to start Monday so we'll see uh, they guarantee me it's going to start this week so because that's we were just waiting for they it ended up there waiting for a permit from MSD. Uh, so hopefully that comes in this week that's to run all the utilities back to the building so when we do that this will all be ripped up and they're gonna start on concrete. It's supposed to be pouring curb this week, so it's moving along. Sycamore Road, our large detention system down the center of the road should be completed today. That's 450 feet of 84-inch pipe, so uh, that's been a big task right there. That, that, That should be completed today, and that project's moving along also. Curb project's completed both uh, in Heitmeyer and up on Marlette. Uh, that went well, everybody's happy about that. Also, the Cape Seal project is completed. So, uh, we've gotten uh, some comments and calls from people that are happy about the Cape Seal issue. So, that's, uh, that's a change <laughs> like that. We'll,
4: we'll need their names. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm sure you will, but can you keep a close eye? close eye, I guess, on uh, how that stuff holds up where it's gone in, just to make sure there aren't any immediate problems.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Anything else for Trace? That's all I have. Unless you have any questions.
3: Trace, we, are we we have the Mill Creek runoff here, don't we? Mill
5: Creek?
6: Yeah. Yes.
3: So have you received anything from the Ohio EPA regarding some new uh, regulations they're putting forth on the uh, stricter? Yeah. I've got a... Uh, I'm setting up a conference call with uh, the administrator from. Um, and you Ray, if you want to be in on it? Uh, from Springfield on uh, Wednesday, I think, uh, with Joe, Honor uh, Law and Bill Seitz to try to find out if we can get the. I, apparently, there Joe sits on the uh, committee for uh, for townships, and uh, apparently, there's been some issues regarding this that uh, he thinks are onerous. So we're trying to figure out. Apparently, we if, if, we probably would be subjected to it as well. So I'll try to find out what's going on and uh, get back to you. <coughs> so I was just curious if you had to... received anything from Ohio EPA. Uh,
5: <coughs> so it's stricter in like water quality yes. runoff into the mill creek. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we all knew that the EPA was going to get involved in water quality eventually on storm water. So it's just a matter of time question for you
4: also i know there was some correspondence with a resident recently about the roundabout on plainfield road and i think you had pass some concerns on to the county about that what what's the story on that
5: uh, meeting with the traffic engineer uh, later this week on thursday at first glance though uh, he, he said that there's there really doesn't appear to be a problem There's only been four incidents you know there's uh 14,000 cars a day on Plainfield Road coming through that roundabout. So for instance, since the time that it's been put up, it's not bad. One was somebody speeding over 80 miles an hour down the So no matter what that intersection was, they <laughs> were going to wreck. They went up over the, the roundabout through the grass. Another one was uh, somebody merging and this person didn't yield. So it was a side swipe, which is what a roundabout's supposed to do. Get, you know get rid of direct hits another one somebody did stop to yield to somebody in a roundabout somebody from behind them didn't stop and ran into them so they've been very minimal Have there but, been any
4: reports of wrong way drivers internet know, know on nextdoor.com there have been but that doesn't necessarily mean it's a reliable report in
5: the very beginning there were there were people going left of center which I don't know how you stop that there's a double yellow line you're not supposed to cross that at any time so I I haven't seen that lately, you know, with my house being close, I saw it quite a few times in the very beginning. Especially in the beginning because, you know, before we opened it, we had all traffic going left to center because Mm -hmm. we were constructing the right-hand side. Mm -hmm. So when we opened it up, people were still going that way in the oncoming traffic. I haven't seen that lately, and I haven't gotten any reports lately about that. It seems to be working great. I, mean, I really don't see any problems with it. I love it. Four accidents. Chief likes it too. I love it. Four
3: accidents with fourteen thousand cars a day in a brand new transfer uh, configuration. Yeah. That's pretty damn good. That's pretty good. That's good.
5: So, so he has expressed, the, but but he's more than willing to come out. And he's going to meet us there Thursday. We're going to look at it and look at signage and see if there's anything we can do to improve it.
2: Very good. Thanks.
0: Skyler Miller is our planning and zoning supervisor. Skyler.
2: Thanks, sir. Good morning. Good morning. All right, uh, I've got a couple of uh, upcoming public hearings for you to uh, to to review, and then um, uh, a handful of uh, nuisance property violation or uh, resolutions uh, for you to consider as well. Uh, First item is uh, the upcoming case on September 14th uh, for zoning commission. That's case number 2020-05P2. This is at uh, 7555 Fields Earl Road. Uh, It's just to the uh, let's see, that would be to the west of uh, Butler Warren Road uh, in 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 Butler County, and uh, to the west of uh, our High Point. Uh, subdivision so this is this is on the uh, kind of far western side of the, uh, uh, the northern portion of the township so this is actually the Shell gas station it's uh, NIVI LLC uh, being represented by uh, Rhinovations as the applicant essentially what they're wanting to do is uh, is do a, a cooler addition to to the existing Shell gas station uh, this is going to increase the square footage of the building, obviously. It's also going to encroach into uh, their limited open space. So the ISR is going up, which is why this is uh, uh, being determined as a as a PUD2. I want to say, I don't believe I have the ISR on here, uh, but it's, it's getting close to 80%. So uh, this will be, uh, in, again, in front of the zoning commission on uh, the 14th of this month and uh, to you shortly thereafter. Well, this is just a quick elevation. This is actually the front. This isn't even where the, the improvements are gonna be. That's what they submitted. Uh, the next case is actually an open house uh, that we have scheduled for uh, September 9th, next week. Uh, this is uh, 8760 Montgomery Road. Uh, the applicant is is Grand Communities, LLC. Uh, Which is it's either a uh, Kind of a subsidiary LLC or a partnered uh, group with with Fisher Homes, which is proposing uh, a 22-unit Multifamily owner-occupied townhome multifamily development uh, right here across from uh, Mercedes Benz uh, Just north of the strip center on uh, on Montgomery Road actually we the there's a multi-owner PUD just to the north of this. Uh, we just, you know, went through the process of uh, approving permits for um, uh, the the dental office just north of here. So, I assume that's all going to be private drives. It is going to be a private drive. Um, uh, it is going to be. I believe it is. I think they're going with a 20-foot width on that uh with i think it's actually going to even be narrower on the alleyway behind there is what they're currently proposing uh, uh, doug morath has, has already taken a look at this uh, one thing that i was concerned about was the uh, uh the turnaround capability with that with that kind of modified you know uh, t-sub so um, you know, we're we're getting dimensions on that so that uh, fire department will have have good access. Again, these are going to be owner occupied. Uh, they uh, two story, uh, you know, townhome. Uh, the they're still working on the the, the final renderings of uh, of these. And um, like I said, as as part of this process, this is currently uh, zoned single family. The applicant has to hold a. Um, uh, a public open house uh, to, to entertain any uh, any interest from the public uh, because of the, the you know our, our COVID procedures right now. Instead of having a live open house, uh, we're going to be holding a uh, a public Zoom meeting with uh, in, in, instead of uh, instead of kind of the informal just having having the uh, the presentation materials up here. We'll let the applicant do a powerpoint presentation and then open it up for q a so we're still working with um, um, mr rob Ebel on you know proper procedures for that and we'll have that updated on our website
3: so we, we we notified people back on uh, behind there
2: yes we did uh as part of the open house uh, procedure they're required to, to notify uh, everybody that's that's contiguous and within a, within a certain distance and have we done those, that notification out. yes we did
3: that yeah, okay yeah I know that's been a sensitive issue yeah. along there for that neighborhood so uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm kind of surprised he's getting as much depth as he is because of the topography on that property
2: uh, it was it was one of the uh, 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 discussion points that uh, um, that we had with them when they when they initially came in and they you can see on this plan there is a retaining wall, so we'll have to uh, we'll have to see how this how this kind of uh, evolves. Uh, when I was first talking to them, I believe we were at 20 units, and they they felt that they could get 22 in there. The other interesting thing about this is that they they're coming in for a zone change to D. That's the standard multifamily uh, development. Their density is actually low enough that. Uh, that they can do this plan under the under the D zoning uh, with just a PUD 1 so it will be zoning commission only reviewing the, the PUD portion of this case Okay. Um, so the the zone change itself will come in front of the trustees
0: Scholar, is that Indian Hill Schools?
2: yes it is
4: the notices we sent out how far did we go I know we have a minimum we typically follow so how many houses did that actually
2: encompass behind there? I can get you the list. I believe it's 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 approximately two hundred feet from the uh, from all property lines, which is what five houses maybe. Oh, it's Might a pretty large lot, so
4: so maybe. Yeah, I'd always yeah. prefer we err on the side of broader notice
2: when we can. I, I assume there's a sign out front on the road already. I kind of drove by there recently. So. Uh, I believe I believe it's on the, the list. I'm not sure if it's out yet. I'll have to check with Kevin. Okay. We but need to get that out. Noticed. But the, the neighborhood behind it
4: actually has a, a single entrance point. Our, our existing sign wouldn't necessarily accommodate that, but if we could put a sign up on the corner in some way letting them know that something was up, right. um, that way they'd have an opportunity you, to
2: I, I always err uh, on the side of consistency with, with public notices, if, if we broaden our, our notice for one case versus another, um, uh, it, it potentially opens us up for some discriminatory practice, you know, uh, you know, issues down the road. Um, so whatever, whatever our standard is, you know, that's, you know, written in black and white, um, I, I'd recommend that we, we follow that to the best of our ability. Uh, but you are absolutely right. There are situations where, um, know a a property may be off the you know the beaten path and something we we have to make you know some kind of reasonable effort to you know uh, make sure it it gets the proper attention
3: the good news about this this property is if you tell one person everyone in that neighborhood will know this is very true they communicate well
2: Uh, I have had I have had recent conversations with uh, some of the folks back there about the uh, about some other developments in the area so they they are certainly watching that yeah, you know, this this buffer area, so to speak, between uh, Montgomery Road and their their residential area.
3: How big is that retaining wall? You know? Uh,
2: these are these are they, these aren't even preliminary plans at this point. This is conceptual. I, I don't have any details on that yet.
3: I've walked this property many times. It's I, deep. I can tell you. I, I find it hard to believe he's going to make that work. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be a tall wall. Yeah.
0: As I recall, the people who were complaining the, the most in the other developments back there were those houses, uh, those houses right next to it, right back there. There's a couple of residents there that I'm sure you'll hear from.
2: I'm uh, unless they respect, moved. I'm not singling anybody out. Yeah, I'm. I'm expecting to hear from you know at a minimum these these two residents, mm-hmm. and you know I do hope they attend and have uh, have an opportunity to speak. Um, and like I said, so we're we're still working through the proper way to uh, to make sure that the the community has input during during this Zoom meeting. Um, we're probably not going to be able to follow the stringent protocols that we have for trustee, um, you know, public comment sections, you know, where they have to you know call in and uh, or you know uh, schedule ahead of time. So I'm trying to open that up without um, you know creating an opportunity for some you know know, disruptive sure. activities as well. Mm-hmm. well. We'll work on that. Rob and I uh, have some ideas. Alright, that's all for the presentation. Uh, let me switch back over to our meeting documents. Question for you
4: before you get into the resolutions. Yes, sir. Um, I've noticed there is some uh, activity going on at the greater site, the old Burbargs now. There's a, yes, a hole in the ground, so I assume that the uh, sewer district things are coming through. Do you know what's going on there? Uh,
2: I don't have a specific update on the on the sewer district. I, I know there was a lot of work to, to get the proper connections and get that get that force main installed. Uh, I believe all that work was was finished and, and completed, but I haven't seen any sign off approvals. Um, with that being said, um, I uh, reviewed and approved their their sign uh, application yesterday. So they, they are moving forward. Very good. I'm assuming these, these trying times have you know, slowed them down to some extent. Okay, thanks. Sorry to interrupt. Huh? All right, unfortunately, I have a, a somewhat lengthy list of uh, um, nuisance property resolutions uh, for you to review. Uh, first one is at uh, 4608 Cooper Mill Road. Okay. You know, it's just, you know, time of the year, most of what you're going to be seeing is uh, tall grass, uh, some debris. Uh, you know, we've had we've had some heavy, you know, intermittent heavy rains and high winds, so a lot of trees have been coming down. Uh, folks are going to be uh, required to clean that, that sort of thing up. So uh, we are receiving uh, a, a lot of uh, comments from concerned residents on this one. You want me to go through these individually, or do you
0: want me to just do the presentation? Do do them individually.
2: Individually, okay. All right. Uh, if you don't have any questions about this one, I can yeah, go I, first.
0: I think we all got a letter from a neighbor who has really reached out and uh, offered to cut the grass, plant grass seed, and uh, the neighbors totally refused to cooperate with the other neighbor, a good neighbor. Sure. So.
2: You know, the, the problem the problem with someone other than the property owner mowing and maintaining this grass is that they you know they take on that responsibility and liability for themselves and you know from a from a zoning enforcement standpoint you know I I neither know nor have um, any way to distinguish between the property owner maintaining this property or, or whomever uh, so if somebody cuts this, then there's no longer a violation. So, um, you know, having having the the neighborhood, you know, be patient with us and la- allow us to go through this enforcement process as quickly as possible. Um, You know, allows us to get the documentation in place to get this in front of the trustees and uh, and and contract somebody to clean it up.
3: This is more than just cutting; this is debris as well.
4: This this is debris. There
2: there is quite a bit of debris. This
4: This
5: is bad. This has not been taken care of at all.
4: Yeah, the neighbor pointed out in the correspondence too that in the rear fence line there are some problems too that aren't even apparent in these pictures. Yep. um, Which you may not be able to enter the backyard to get those, of course, but. It's broader than what we see here, from what the neighbor described.
2: Yeah, when we take our pictures, uh, we we stay. Uh, there's kind of two options that we have: either get our pictures from public right away, uh, so that we're not uh, trespassing on on the property, uh, or if we're able to make contact with with a resident, uh, you know, when there's you know specifically an issue in the backyard, uh, we we may you know get permission you know from from a neighbor. Uh, in this case, the violations are evident, so we're, we're stopping right. from the front yard. Right. Uh, when we have our contractors come in, they'll, they'll claim the backyard as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, unless there's other questions, are we ready? All right. All right. Uh, resolution providing for and authorizing removal of vegetation, garbage, refuse, and other debris, and declaring a nuisance for the property located at 4608 Coogler Mill Road, Sycamore Township, Ohio,
1: 45236. Motion. Second. Mr. Porter. Mr. LaBarbera. Aye. Mr. James. Aye. Mr. Weedman. Aye.
2: Okay, this is uh, these are the, the pictures for property 8987 Plainfield Road. Uh, as you can see we've got an accumulation of, uh, of junk and debris Let's see. Uh, construction material pallets uh, you know old mattresses tubs so, uh, again you know we're, we're always trying to work with residents give them opportunities um, you know at some point when we don't see we don't see progress, or or they refuse to work with us. You know, we uh, we bring these to the trustees uh, so that so that we may um, act to resolve the matter. So, any questions with this one? Okay. Then I have resolution providing for and authorizing removal of vegetation, garbage, refuse, and other debris, and declaring a nuisance for property located at eighty nine eighty seven Plainfield Road. Sycamore Township, Ohio,
4: 45236.
1: Motion. Second. Mr. Porter. Mr. LaBarber. Aye. Mr. James. Aye. Mr. Weedman. Aye. All
2: right, here's uh the documentation for 8357 Beach Avenue. Uh we have tall grass. Uh, Garbage debris.
3: This is the one where the guy died. Is that correct? I believe so. Yeah. Definitely. The daughter's not cleaning up. Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: So, again, when there's when there's situations in the family, uh, you know, sometimes we work with property owners that have, you know, disabilities or losses in the family. Uh, we do try and give additional time. Uh, you know, but at some point for the uh, health and safety of the, the surrounding area. We have to. We have to you know, move forward. Okay. Any questions? Okay. Then I have a resolution providing for and authorizing removal of vegetation, garbage, refuse, and other debris, and declaring a nuisance for the property located at eighty-three fifty-seven Beach Avenue, Sycamore Township, Ohio, four-five-two-three-six. Motion. Second.
1: Second. Mr. Barber. Aye, Mr. James. Aye, Mr. Weedman. Aye.
2: Okay. Next is seventy-three hundred one Dunlop Court. It's kind of hard to tell from these pictures, actually, but uh, there's there's actually significant uh, junk. Junk that's being collected around the house on this one. Um, I believe we also have high grass and weeds as well on this. Can
4: you give us a better description of some of what that junk is? Then it's really not that apparent. From the picture,
2: it's not. Uh, yeah, I think we're. I think we're looking at. Um, I think we're looking at. Sorry, now I'm getting my items mixed up here
4: are those things piled in the driveway in front of the garage door
2: yeah some of this is piled up in the uh, in in front of the driveway Uh, you also have uh, improper storage of of, of materials uh, on the front
3: what is that is that like a Furniture that he's got a cover on, or what? That's what what it looks
2: like, yeah.
3: And a grill? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh-huh. That first picture is kind of hard to tell, but...
2: It is, yeah. Yeah. You're
3: saying there's high grass and weeds in this property as well?
2: Uh, I believe so. You can't really see it from here. Uh, I think I think the majority of the issue is is junk and debris is what is what Kevin's citing on this one. So, you know, uh, th- this does seem minor in relation to uh, some of the other properties that we've uh, that we've looked at. Um, you know, but when we when we receive a complaint, we do have to we have to pursue it. You know. The,
0: is uh, this ongoing?
8: The the inspector th- makes a determination. Skylar, that- is this
0: ongoing? Have you gone back to them a couple of times as we usually do?
8: Yes, Kevin has. So, yeah. Mr. Miller, would it make sense to perhaps have Kevin go out and take some um, new pictures and come back to the board on Thursday evening?
2: Uh, if you'd like to do that, we can. I'm fine. just,
8: I'm just hearing some trepidation from yeah. the trustees mm-hmm. about whether the pictures are showing the type of uh, nuisance level that they feel comfortable right. authorizing action on. That's so That's a good idea. Yeah.
3: I mean, the second picture to me, if the guy covers his furniture because he doesn't want birds crapping on it or whatever, uh, I mean, I don't do that, but if he does, it's up to him. Yeah. And the grass and I don't see the grass or the weeds there, but yeah. the first picture is kind of hard to tell. Is, you know, I don't, know if, I don't know if Kevin will have the opportunity to get a better look at that from another angle, or... We can. He
2: and I, he and I will go out uh, before the before the next meeting.
4: Okay. okay. Question, by the way, I just realized I had a text from a resident who said that as of 15 minutes ago, the live stream wasn't running from this meeting. Have you got any reports in the back room about that?
2: Uh, I have not. No. Well,
4: I hope it was a momentary glitch, if that's the case.
2: Yep. <coughs> check on that. all right so we'll put this one aside okay and last one on on my list is uh 12 195
3: 6th Avenue all right.
2: all this, right, is, this, property, this is the one
3: we talked about I think isn't it, yeah.
2: it it's one of them yes yeah. sir yeah. so this property is uh, uh, obviously Tall grass, weeds, and I believe there's, yeah, there's, there's, junk debris all scattered through, you know, through the tall grass because it hasn't been maintained. Any questions?
3: Anybody living in that house?
2: Or is that Uh, abandoned? That is a good question. I'm not sure about this one.
3: It's a, it's a little broken down place,
2: but yeah, it's.
4: someone else just texted me as an update they are having no problems watching so yeah, we're
7: 100%. we're live I just looked.
2: Okay. Very good. So. <clears throat> okay. Any questions with this one? All right. Then I have resolution providing for and authorizing removal of vegetation garbage refuse and other debris and declaring a nuisance for property located at 12195 Sixth Avenue, Sycamore Township, Ohio. Four
1: five two four nine motion second <clears throat> Mr. LaBarbera aye Mr. James aye Mr. Weedman aye All right thank you gentlemen
2: that's all I have for you today unless uh, you have any questions for me
0: any questions all right, we'll move over to our law director, Mr. Deepak Desai. I have nothing to report, sir. Nothing today. Thank you. And our administrator, Mr. Ray Wark. I have some resolutions for you today. The
7: first one is uh, has to do with appropriating the uh, CARES money. Um, uh, we kind of got out of order in in uh, the structure of that. Uh, so this this uh, money has already been received and we we have issued a PO for it this just puts the appropriations in the in the proper place uh, the amount of two hundred and sixty six thousand three hundred nineteen dollars and forty two cents it's uh, now for then um, to put it in place in its, its proper uh, time any questions I'll read the title. A resolution establishing appropriations for the Coronavirus Relief Fund, dispensing with a second reading and declaring an emergency.
3: Motion.
1: Second. Mr. LaBarber? Aye. Mr. James? Aye. Mr. Weedman? Aye.
7: Thank you. The second resolution uh, is also a now for then uh, occurrence. This is, uh, we had two other major funds where the appropriations weren't, uh, they just weren't. Uh, there weren't enough. There wasn't enough appropriated against what we um, uh, had spent or had in in POs. So uh, this is going to fix the Kemper Road Fund by uh, appropriating four hundred seventy-two thousand dollars, and also uh, the Road Improvement Bond Fund. Um, in the amount of $3,564,219.34. That's a debt account which is slightly different than uh, uh, accounts where we spend money, but um, this gives us the proper standing for that account um, at this time. So all of our major funds now are in, in good shape with respect to appropriations.
4: And, and to clarify for the public this is not spending new money this is simply correcting the appropriation and the authority to spend it is that correct that's right a motion to approve i don't or think to, it's to read it uh, let me read the,
7: the title a resolution amending 2020 appropriations for the Kemper Road Fund and the Road Improvement Bond Fund dispensing with a second reading and declaring an emergency motion
1: second Mr. LaBarber? Aye. Mr. James? Aye. Mr. Weedman?
7: Aye. Thank you. The next resolution uh, is directing some more money into the CIC. Uh, we thought we had enough. Uh, we made our projection based on last year, but there's been a little bit of run here uh, with the CIC. I think you recall, people can go back three years, and we had some, uh, I think, two or three come in uh, reaching back that far, so it has knocked our uh, our money on hand in CIC down to less than $4,000, so we'd like to ask the board to uh, uh, transfer another $10,000 in there, which should be adequate to cover us for the rest of the year. If no questions, I'll read the title. A resolution authorizing and directing a transfer of funds to the Sycamore Township CIC, Inc the Designated Community Improvement Corporation of Sycamore Township for funding grants and operating costs and dispensing with a second reading.
1: Motion. Second. Mr. Barber. Aye. Mr. James. Aye. Mr. Weedon, Aye.
7: Okay. The uh, last item um, and I have a resolution. We don't really have to act on this but you, I think you have in your packet some information about our electric aggregation program and uh, I met with the representative our broker who handles this for us uh, Dan Dieters and his point to come to us early is because there I guess there's some uncertainty in the energy markets and some of that hinges of course on our November election and um, And he thought it might be a good idea to take a look at this Uh, performance wise if you look at some of the charts he's provided we've been beating the Duke price by just 1.2% so we haven't performed all that well Um, so one of his ideas was that we could go ahead and as it stands now we're at the rate of 0.0549 and that's scheduled to drop in July of 2021 to 0.0518. His suggestion for you to consider would be we could lock in a lower price starting in January of 2021 instead of the 549, make that go down to five. To seven and keep that price constant uh, through the end of uh, 2022. Um, the spend tier on tier structure, you can see those two dollar amounts are very close. So either way, it's about the same uh, dollar impact from the projections as they stand now. Um, there's going to be in May of twenty one, in addition to uncertainty about the election, in May of 21, there's going to be a, a capacity reset and um, I think that uh, mr. Dieters was expressing some concern that that wasn't going to go in the right direction um, so he asked that I bring this before the board
4: <clears throat> mr. work I had asked you some questions about whether this was urgent when this first came to my attention the other day and you indicated then and now it, it's not Uh, This may well be a very good idea. I'm not necessarily opposed to this at all, but since it just popped up and it's not something we urgently need to act on and there's no downside to waiting a meeting or two in doing that, I think it might be useful to uh, give the public an opportunity to comment on this. As with any contract we're entering into, there's no need to rush into things, certainly. Um, And I'd like to learn a little bit more about it myself and have the opportunity to do a little research about it. There, Can you confirm there's no immediately pressing deadline in the next couple well, of months either?
7: Well, we need to do something before the first of the year. Okay, and, and the, the
4: election could throw it in disarray, of course, and, too.
7: and the way these things work is whenever you decide, that's when he can lock down a rate. Okay. So I think his fear was, dragging it out, the rates may start to creep. Um, because as, when the board takes action on, on uh, one of these then uh as the uh, uh resolution would point out he would take action and lock the prices down mm-hmm. so um i could invite him uh, uh to come back to one of the meetings and he could he could better explain than i
4: that could be helpful actually yeah. even this thursday if that's possible although that i know that's short
0: notice yeah we'll see um Do we want to entertain another bid? Is this the only company out there, Dynergy Energy Services?
7: It is not, and he did show me uh, two or three others, but this is the best, where he's getting the best pricing right now.
0: Now, he's the salesman on this. Yes, I'm aware of that.
4: (laughs) Salesman or broker, I guess, if there are multiple suppliers, but yes, either way. (laughs)
7: I'll see if Dan will come to the... Uh, either Thursday or uh, a meeting soon.
4: And Mr. Dieter's business is actually located in the township isn't it? It is.
0: Yeah I, I see no reason to go we have to act on it immediately but there's there's two different rates here looks like they even out to get the lower rate in June uh, I'd want to lock it down, though, certainly before, well before the first of the year.
7: Well, I think, yeah, I think the idea would be before the election, but who knows what will happen there and which way it would swing. Obviously, if one of the parties get in, they're going to want to shut fracking down, possibly, and that will throw a wrench into the energy markets. Yeah.
4: My concern here, by the way, in asking this question, isn't so much related to energy at all. It's simply that when there's not an urgency for the board to do something, yes, we need to be efficient. But if we give the public the opportunity to know what we're doing and have a chance to chime in a meeting later, we don't have to declare everything an emergency and make it effective right away. We can take a little time to look at some of these things, especially when it's a contract that we can publish on our website and let people look at.
7: Sure.
0: That's all I have okay um fiscal oh i'm sorry Skylar.
2: um if if i may uh i did pull up the file for uh for dunlath court uh so if we want to go back to that we can have a a better discussion you have more pictures i do
0: okay fine
2: with
0: me yeah let's would Tommy, you okay with that? Yeah, that's right. okay. okay. Yeah, let's go back to that.
2: So, uh, and and the reason I want to go back to this so quickly instead of waiting on this is I I, I reviewed the initial complaint. Um, th- this was actually a, a citizen that uh, that emailed uh, Mr. La Barbara, um with with a concern about uh, the the smell coming from the property. So there's there's something rancid here, and I apologize. This is this is a this is a uh, Uh, a a paper photo that was scanned and so it's it's a little darker now but if I um, if I move these over we can we can have a better look so we have been documenting this for for um, about a month now let's see here Uh, so there's not grass on this one it's it's actually uh, junk trash debris so there's there's piles of garbage. I don't believe all of this has been removed. Uh, I think they're showing some of this is actually uh, there may be some furniture there, but I think there's actual you know uh, equipment that's being covered up. So there there's probably uh, some work being done. Uh, but it's the it's the wheelbarrow and this this uh, pressure washer and stuff that that we saw in the other picture. So if I pull up. and newer pictures so what you're seeing is instead of instead of cleanup of the wheelbarrow uh, that that just got moved under um, Mm -hmm. under that uh, um, covered porch in the front yard Uh, my concern is is the smell if if there's still a smell on site and obviously we can't convey that with pictures you know there's there's potentially something rancid or um you know rodents nesting something to that effect um if that's currently going on i'd like to start the clock uh the benefit to our process is even if the trustees declare property a nuisance and we go out tomorrow and it's cleaned up uh there's there, there's no uh long-lasting ramifications of property owner we're not assessing the property for anything we don't do you know we can you know we can walk away at any point in time um, but like I said be, because of that initial complaint um, let me see if I can do this without
3: you're saying there's an odor here
2: There, there there's an odor so uh, let's see I, I'm not gonna give away the name of the, of the resident but they state as we walked by the house this past week you could distinctly smell uh, the garbage from Michael Drive um, so it's not even on the same uh the same street uh this is an unpleasant sight and smell is there anything that can be done about this situation so they they did reach out to the board and uh and pass this along i would like to continue enforcement on this again if we can you know if if i go out there tomorrow and it's uh it's cleaned up i can just walk away
4: i'm ready to move ahead on designing this now then
2: okay if if the rest of you are Thanks for the additional information. Uh, no problem. And I, and I apologize for that. We, we look at you know, dozens of violations a week. There's only a handful of them that make it to, um, to the board. So I, I did get mixed up on that one. Let me see. Okay, here we go. So I have a resolution providing for and authorizing removal of vegetation, garbage, refuse, and other debris, and declaring nuisance for the property located at 3701
8: Dunleth Court. Sycamore Township, Ohio, four five two four three. Motion second. Question: Is it seventy three zero one or thirty seven zero one? Seventy three 73. Okay. Did I get tongue tied?
2: You said thirty seven zero one. I apologize. Seventy three zero one. Uh, that is parcel IDs six hundred zero zero eight zero zero three four seven and six hundred zero zero eight. Uh,
1: 00531. Thank you. Yep. Okay. Uh, Mr. LaBarber. Aye. Mr. James. Aye. Mr. Weedman. Aye. Yep.
0: Anything else for Skyler? Let's move that, on that's then. That's all I
1: have. Thank you. Uh, Thank for you for allowing me to
0: correct that. Physical Officer Rob Porter.
1: Um, the only thing I have is I checked with the uh, auditor's office this morning. And the second uh, second half tax payment should be in uh, sometime in the middle of the month. So uh, I'll let you know when that all comes in. But that's that'll give us a better idea how the COVID has affected the uh, revenues.
0: Any questions for Mr. Porter? All right, trustees, comments. Uh, Mr. Weidman?
3: I uh, just want to uh, thank the uh, Tracy's group. Uh, Marlette is completed now. I think uh, they got one strong, small stretch of final cones on the street, but they're about done, and uh, those curves look awesome. <laughs> they really look good. And, they, and those cur- curves were really in bad shape when they uh, started. So uh, if you remember, we patched some of those last year, I think, mm-hmm. just to keep them from f- completely falling apart. But that project turned out great. looks great. So good job by those guys.
0: Mr. James?
3: Uh,
4: My regular meeting reminder, if you didn't respond to the census, please do it. Also, we have an election coming up, as many of us have been discussing here. If you have not uh, made your voter registration current and you've moved within the township or uh, entered the township, uh, it's important to keep your registration up to date. And if you have... uh, young kids who aren't that young anymore who are now uh, of voting age make sure they're registered as well so that they can participate in our upcoming election i also wanted to extend uh, good wishes and a swift recovery to a longtime township resident named gary banfield who has been a scout leader of troop 502 which meets in indian hill and draws from indian hill schools which uh, includes a lot of our township residents as well he suffered a stroke while camping in north georgia A few weeks ago and has been hospitalized there and is recovering but there are a lot of people in our community who are very fond of mr. Banfield and he is one of our residents as well and he's just a wonderful human being and great example of how to be a good citizen so I wanted to extend my wishes that uh, he have a swift recovery thanks
0: thanks Tom Uh, our next trustees meeting is this Thursday night at six o'clock here in this room however we will zoom our Thursday JED's Northwest Board meeting at 4 o'clock, 4.15, our JED's Southwest Board meets, 4.30, our JED's East Board, and at 4.45, our JED's Central Board meeting. Our CIC meeting will be 15 minutes before our regular meeting, so that will be at 5.45. And again, time change for Thursday night's meeting will be at at 6 o'clock, 6 o'clock.
3: And I do want to thank the board and the staff for accommodating my travel schedule on Thursday. So appreciate this movement it's up an hour.
0: Announcement changes for scheduled meetings without changes, uh, Sierra Township webpage. Uh, I'm going to make a motion now to adjourn into executive session with Law Director Deepak Desai, as permitted by Ohio Revised Code Section 12122 G4 preparing for conducting or reviewing negotiations or bargaining sessions with public employees concerning their compensation or other uh, terms and conditions of their employment. And invited to this meeting uh, trustees, Ray Warwick, uh, our administrator, Tracy Cullums, uh, Rob Porter, Skyler Miller.
7: Rob, Rob Penny and uh, Beth.
0: Rob Penny's invited also. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Beth Gunderson. Yep. Second.
1: Mr. Labarber Barber. Aye. Mr. James. Aye. Mr. Weevan. Aye.
0: And note the time is now ten five. It is now 10.58. We are back in regular session. Do we have a motion to adjourn? Motion to adjourn.
8: Oh, we should, hold on, we should do roll call.
0: No, uh, I was going to do a roll call after that. No, no, no. no, no you, roll call before. Okay. When
8: you come back in a regular okay. session.
0: It's now 11.59. We are back in regular session. Mr. Porter, do you have a roll call?
1: Mr. LaBarbera. Aye. Mr. James. I think you stated the time wrong, by the
0: way, it's 10.56. All right, let's go back again. <laughs>
8: yeah.
0: Got that. It is now 10.56. We are back in regular session. Mr. Porter, do we have a roll call? Uh,
1: Mr. LaBarbera. Here. Mr. James, still here. And Mr. Weedman, Present.
0: Do we have a motion to adjourn? Motion to adjourn. Second. Stay safe. All, the hell favor, all, all, all in favor? Aye.
8: All in favor? Aye. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you Thursday at 6. Oh. Yes. Yes. right.
5: you